This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case scenario Hi! <laughs> I was trying to think if there was a Scottish way to say hello. Hello! Remember when we first, when we did our pilot and you forgot how to say hello properly yeah, and I you could only do it in a Scottish accent? Could I? Yeah, you you could only say like "hello." It was so weird. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I couldn't do a Scottish accent if I tried. Now it's like you were being possessed by a Scottish ghost. Really and when I was like "hello," like that, <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm a down a well. Hello. <laughs> Good day. How are you doing? We should have just played it in with bagpipes, to be honest. We oh, if only we could get Grizzards to do the theme tune to bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, they are here. Um, we probably could. We should have got them on the call. Well, I think they're on stage right now. Oh, yeah, true. Um, but we're in Edinburgh for any Hello. of that to make sense. <laughs> um, which, which means today's a different episode. Mm-hmm. Too usual. Um, first of all, Julia's voice is fucked. Uh, <laughs> I'm she so came onto the call. This is the first time we've done it over a little online sesh, um, which I think Julia is already preferring because she can't. I'm a huge fan. Of, I'm a huge fan. Of. But when she joined the call, Neil was like, "Something's just not right about your mic, Julia." Is it, I don't know if, why why the quality isn't as good. I was like, "I think it might just be the quality of her voice. <laughs> just the, the quality of my voice has gone real downhill um, <laughs> since being in Edinburgh." You uh, sound like a smoker of twenty years. I have also taken up smoking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just really congratulations. Down. You've Thank become so you. cool. Thank you. I lasted 33 years, but no, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I just, uh, I it, I just think I haven't even been like drinking that much or going out that much. I literally think it's from being outside. I think this is a product of just oh, being dear. outside more than I normally am, which is so depressing. Yeah. 
She's also so much more tan than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were true. Yeah, I wish that were true. That's not happening in Scotland. <laughs> um, no, I think it's the like being in a bar talking over. Mm. Or if you're not, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're just like really unwell. <laughs> could, be, could be a possibility. Um, anyway, how last year too? I you did up? get uh, this exact same thing happened last year. I yeah, but you were being a bit more of a legend last year. I was bit. I was a total legend last year. T- I feel like last year felt like summer camp, and this year's like, oh no, this is our job. This is <laughs> like work. Yeah, got to be like actually really sensible this I year. I know. I missed last year, um, but it has been fun. But but yeah, voice yeah. is still fucked. Any uh-huh. any survival stories off the fringe? Um. Any survival stories of the fridge? Today, I mean, this is gross. Today I sneezed through my mouth. I've never done that before. What? Oh, <laughs> no. I did that on the reg. As in, and you got snot in your mouth? I've literally never had that before. Oh, it was no, disgusting. maybe not. It was so gross. Um, maybe I am just ill. <laughs> I, I think you're ill, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, yeah. we're not doing this in person. Yes. Um... Oh my God, I did a whole show with a booger on the end of my nose and no No. one told me. No, I did a whole show and then just like right at the end, I like brushed my nose and felt it. (laughs) Then also I touched it too late. Do you know what I mean? Like when you pick your nose, you only get one go. Do you know what I mean? And then you're not allowed to touch your nose again in public. So then I was like, what do I do? I know it's there now, but I haven't been able to fix it. So I just kept trying to like just brush it like a absolute coke addict. Just Um, casual. Casual but like it was brush. the end and like they so could tell that just I'd realized um do you know what the relief they must have felt in that room she's realized thank god yeah that's why the show hadn't been going so well <laughs> they just they couldn't like, relax you notice? know when is she gonna notice the bogey <laughs> yeah 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 that first last minute of the show god last were a hot I can't talk anyway um so that was bad Mm. I overcame my fear of the sea yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I went I went swimming. Oh Who my am god. I? Who are you? I had you? a breakdown. So <laughs> in the sea? <laughs> Extreme measures. No, the sea was to like combat a breakdown. Oh, okay. Um and Freya had come to like look after me and she was like, You should go in the sea. The cold sea is gonna be great. And you know when someone's like being nice to you, so you can't say no. So I was like, mm. oh, girls, I'm going go to see. Um, mm. And I felt like a like woman in her 40s trying to get over her divorce. Like, <laughs> Oh, was she going anyway? And she was like, come with me. I, you need to be supervised today. Or was it like, I've got an idea. Let's go to the sea. Some cold it was, water. It was a, you need to be supervised today. Let's get in the Let's sea. Go to, yeah, okay. Um, did the cold water snap you out of it? I actually really enjoyed it. What? Oh. oh no, there's something to it. Um, oh yeah, uh, I went under. I, d- I did the whole mermaid. Actually, it was really annoying though because her hair looked amazing, wet. Like she looked like she was just out of H2O, just add water, which by the way, I've watched the behind the scenes and they comb their hair very carefully before any shot. So like, it's a really unrealistic expectation of how you're meant to come out the water. Um, what the fuck? Sorry, what you don't know H2O, that? just add water? No. Julia. Julia. Cleo. <laughs> I, d- I still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh no, Cleo! I'm just doing because other it's people will know. It's an Australian show about mermaids, and whenever they get water, 
if like water touches them, they turn into a mermaid. So at one time, like she's in the bathroom and like the condensation and she's like, oh no, Clea. And then they like go in and she's just like a mermaid on the floor, just like writhing about the bathroom. Um, Sounds good. It's viral, Julia. Right. That's why I don't know about it. Get up today. Anyway, um, Freya's hair looked like that. Like she'd Mm. come up from the sea and it would just be like, gloriously and mine was just a nest Mm. um but yeah I did a bit of breaststroke which really helped to the 40 year old women feeling uh and then um and then and it was really cold but it got warmer though I was worried that was pee um yeah and I spent the whole time terrified a shark would uh would be in the shallows (laughs) of the the shores of Lake Lively uh it's always a possibility Julia global warming yeah never rule it out well, but you survived. Well done. That was good. Sounds Thank like you. you had a. This sounds like quite a fun day. <laughs> You're managing yeah, to paint as the like. Seat. I'm such an outdoorsy gal. You are. I got. I got all the photos necessary to have an outdoorsy dating profile. Excellent. Stood on top Excellent. of the hill. Beach. Good. I could get the surfer boys now. Never could do that before. When they're all like, "Oh, I want a girl to come surfing with me." I was like, "Well, that's not." Is that happen. their criteria? Can you surf? <laughs> Um, no, I can't surf, but come on. You're telling me they wouldn't want to teach a girl? You can, Yeah, true. They don't want That's a competent exactly. surfer. They don't want someone to compete with. Mm-mm. Come on. They want a useless little baby bird <laughs> to help stand. Um, nice. Have you been enjoying your fringe run? <laughs> Other than the breakdown? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it fringe without a breakdown? I don't think so. I don't think so. Have you had yours yet? Um, Yeah, definitely. Like I had mine early on, uh, like first week. First week. Oh, nice. Got it out of the way. Got it out of the way early and then realized this is all bullshit (laughs) and um, have had a lovely time ever since. Oh, great. Um, Yeah, when I came to see it, it was sold out. Yeah, we've we have been really lucky, and we've had lots of really nice uh, listeners of the pod come. We have. So, so one nice. listener came to my show, and I like plug the podcast at the end because you know yeah. I care about it, Julia. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she just shouted out, "Going, this week's episode was horrifying." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, you're not really selling it for me." Um, <laughs> that was the Danelle Ballinger oh. one. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. It was pretty bad, but it had a mm. dog, so you can't complain. Yeah. But it is so nice to meet people and, like, put faces to Yeah. Listen. It's nice to know that just, like, listeners exist and yeah. it's not just all my dad with different different email accounts, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, you're real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of real-life listeners, should we say yes. what we're doing for this episode? Yes. Oh, what a freaking segue. That She's been seamless. doing stand up for a month. She knows how to make a show. <laughs> anyway, um, we are doing a listener stories special episode because we haven't been able to do a book report this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have sent some absolute bangers in. Yeah, so we've had we thought, so many good ones. This is the perfect time. Yeah, to do. Like, I don't want to brag how many friends we have, but like. <laughs> I am genuinely quite shocked. <laughs> You're shocked. My friends are mad. And they're all like funny. Like genuinely, I want to meet all these people. They they write a great story. So I'm, I'm excited for this episode. Can I start? Because I have a... um. Oh, wait. We have to do the admin. Otherwise, Neil will oh, yes. tell us off. 
If you're enjoying the pod, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us online at WCS Pod, TikTok, Instagram. Um, that's it. Reviews would be nice if you don't mind, please. Only if they're good, though. Yeah, like, good ones. Otherwise, like, no one likes a snitch. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We're, we're good. Um, <laughs> Just don't listen, also. <laughs> you don't mind like it, uh, don't listen. Finally, if you have any great survival stories, please send them to us uh, via WCS. Help. No, help at WCSpod.com. Sick. Let's get on with it. Okay. Okay. So this one actually is just an Instagram DM. Mm -hmm. So this is from, I'm going to say Lila. Okay. But if that's wrong, I'm really sorry. The double L has thrown me. That is, yeah, me too. But I love this. I've screenshotted it. And it's um, the black screen at 2.29 a.m. <laughs> Welcome to Fringe. This is when I'm reading the DMs. <laughs> okay. She has a Fringe-themed survival story, she says. Uh, I have a Fringe-themed survival story for you. Years ago, I was walking to see a late show with my beloved baby brother. He was 23 at the time. Uh, we were on the castle side of Borough Street, halfway across Lauriston. God, I should really be able to say these words. I've been here for a month. Um, he was on my left and I must have seen something because I stopped and he took at least one more big step. The next second lasted forever. Brackets. Research shows that in critical situations, the brain records much more information and things seem to go in slow motion. I love that even the listeners are doing more research than we are. That's oh, so let's, let's not put ourselves down. <laughs> I do a lot of research on outdoor source, so actually. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. Um, so, brother takes an extra step to her. Slow motion. I saw the whole thing unfold and thought, the car is going to hit him. It's not going to hit him. It is going to hit him as a car came way too fast from behind us to turn left onto Lauriston. Really hope I'm saying that right. I saw it hit him. He slid up the front, hit the windshield and smashed it and then disappeared off to the other side as the car stopped in front of me. The time it took to get around the car was the worst moment of my life. But when I reached him, he popped up like a jack-in-the-box. He was worried he was going to get run over by another car. He didn't feel great and we laid him on the sidewalk until the ambulance came. I frantically checked him, but the only blood was a small cut on his hand. The paramedics had to strip him to his underwear. Sorry. <laughs> Don't know why I'm laughing at that. It's just like, you've just only cut your hand and they're like, yeah, strip. Okay. It's all going to have to come off. Yeah, it's all going to have to come off. He's like, no, I promise it's just my hand. Still going to have to check, actually. going to have to see it, I'm afraid. But luckily in the ambulance, I, I laughed because I thought it was going to say on the street oh, okay. in the ambulance. Okay. The paramedics had him stripped his underwear in the ambulance and then sent him off with nothing, not even a plaster for his hand. Whoa. I joked that the health system was too bankrupt to spend any money on Americans. Oh, so <laughs> I've, been, I've been meaning to do an American accent this whole time. Oh, no. Go back. Let's redo it. <clears throat> I have a fringe. <laughs> They, they always got a bit southern. Is it? Is it? <laughs> okay. Oh my, oh my God. Look at her butt. 
He was lucky. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Okay. He was lucky in many ways. He didn't see the car coming, so he didn't tense. Um, oh. Also, he is tall and it was a small car, so the bumper just kind of buckled his knees and then he slid up onto the hood. Uh, he hit it and broke the windshield with his hip, It gave, uh, but it just gave him a bad bruise. He was carrying a glass bottle, but it didn't even cut him when it smashed. He had expensive glasses and they escaped without a scratch. Who is this guy? Right? Just like Elastigirl. Like, yeah, uh, The next day, he was enthusiastically saying he was a natural stuntman. Hmm. I was not so gleeful. I had seen the whole thing and was deeply traumatized. We went to see Adam Hills the next day and I sat us in the second row because I wanted my brother to be picked on for the James Brown bit. He was carefree and laughing, but for the life of me, I couldn't even smile. Not for days. I felt so bad for Adam if he noticed. (laughs) So if you have an unresponsive audience member, it might not be you. It might just be their PTSD. (laughs) And that is the story from Leela or Lila, Lila, Lila. I'm sorry. That's great because now I have another yeah. excuse to use if exactly. it goes badly. So it could be a booger on the end of your nose or PTSD. you've attracted a lot Whatever. of Whatever. Definitely not us. Yeah, great. That's <laughs> that's actually that's really perked me up. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a story. They they do say though, don't they, that if you like if you relax your body. Yeah. That's the best. That's why like drunk people often survive like bad accidents because they're yeah. you just loosey goosey so there you go there's another tip <laughs> maybe let's just put like valium in the survival tool. yeah <laughs> <laughs> go on give us another okay hi abby and julia here is my survival story i hope it's worthy Five years ago, I was working in a bar in East London. I happened to have the day off on a Saturday. So as any self-respectable East London bartender, the night before, I made plans to meet some regulars at the bar. In order to have a bit of a dance... Oh, sorry. uh, In the bar. In order to have a bit of a dance and mooch free drinks and food from my co-workers. I went home to bed on Friday night and my next memory is four days later <gasps> waking up in the hospital no. with, with a handwritten note telling me not to worry. Oh my God. That, uh, that this was my third day reading the note, that I'd had a cardiac arrest Shut and up. that my mother would be in to see me again later that day. Third time reading. So is this like a Drew Barrymore 51st days? Yeah. Like a little Adam Sandler video came up being like, hey, you don't know. Shut up. What? Yeah. Okay. So this, honestly, this is so good. So turns out that on Saturday, I had lazed around at home as planned, then headed to the bar in the evening again as planned, had a few drinks and danced with some friends. Then around kicking out time about 2 a.m., uh, I was just standing at the bar chatting with coworkers while they closed up and and the regulars who were allowed to stay past closing when I just collapsed right there at the bar. So she never went home? No. The bouncer, a lady who was working her first shift ever at the venue, (laughs) 
recognized what was happening as a cardiac arrest and proceeded to give me CPR. Oh my God, no. Yeah, how lucky is that? First ever shift. shift. They know how to do CPR. They recognize what's happening. Jump into action. So lucky. She also got a real fake sense of how exciting that job is. Yeah. First day, I saved a life today. Yeah. Downhill from there. She continued for about 20 minutes until ambulances oh. arrived and took over, finally managing to resuscitate me oh and get me to the hospital. 20 minutes of doing CPR is like a workout. Yeah. I did the little like basketball game yesterday and that was, <laughs> this is not a good time for this, but you know, um, at like an arcade where there's like a little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time only see how many hoops you can get. Yeah. That was big cardio wow it was really tiring how long were you doing that for five seconds (laughs) (laughs) but I was so out of breath wow don't have a cardiac arrest with Abby around (laughs) I won't I won't have the stamina (laughs) so um she continued for about 20 minutes until the ambulance arrived finally resuscitated me I spent over a day unconscious in intensive care in a managed coma. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was finally awoken, my friends and family were forewarned that because of how long I had no pulse, there was no predicting any neurological damage. Fortunately, I was completely lucid, but very confused. And my short-term memory was on a five-minute loop, which was very distressing, sorry, which was very distressing for everyone apart from me. Apparently, I kept on insisting that I only had a cold and wouldn't need to stay much longer. (laughs) (laughs) Repeatedly invited my friends. That's me when I have a job and they're like, you can't do it if you've got COVID. No, honestly, it's just a cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a tickle. Please, I need this. (laughs) Um, uh, Repeatedly invited my friends to my work for a roast constantly tried to pull out my catheter and IV drip because I kept forgetting what they were and frequently exposed myself to my mother and friends because I wasn't aware I was naked under my hospital gown. Hey, she's seen it all before as our mums love to remind us. (laughs) Every morning, the ICU nurse would handwrite and laminate a note explaining where I was and why because I couldn't remember. It was only on the fourth day that I started making long-term memories and I can actually remember as up to then my memory was completely and utterly blank. Thankfully, no lasting damage and so far, no reason has been found. Apparently, cardiac arrests are something that can just happen to anyone like the Danish footballer, but only about 8% of people survive them if you're not not already in a hospital. If it happened to me half an hour later, I probably would have died on the 67 bus or on my walk home from the bus stop. Fuck. Isn't that crazy? Cardiac arrest is like one of my biggest fears. It's so insane how perfect the circumstances were. Well, obviously the perfect circumstances. She would have been in hospital. But like that there was somebody there who knew what to do and what was happening. Crazy, especially after a night of drinking. Can you imagine? Like somebody falls to the floor after a night of drinking. The last thing you mm. think is they're having a heart attack. Yeah. Insane. As an added bonus to the story, the bouncer who saved my life never worked at the venue again after that oh. night. And I was never able to find her to what, say why, thank you. 
Okay. I don't know why that's a bonus. No, that's not a bonus at all. As an <laughs> Where did she story, go? What happened to her? Dancer who saved my life never worked at the venue again after. Oh, um, so never got to say thank you. Seems no one was able to contact her. So probably a literal guardian angel or something. No or, one could contact her. Did she not collect any money for that shift? <laughs> Maybe it was a trial shift. She was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not doing 20 minutes of CPR every shift. That's true. Um, so that's from Ruben. Thank you so much, Ruben. Wow. I mean, I would say saying don't worry is kind of like the best way to make me worry. If I woke up and saw a note that was like, don't worry. Oh, I see. Yeah. Also, why is it laminated? What was he doing to the note before the lamination? I mean, if it's on a on a five minute loop, you you need it laminated. Like, if if he's reading that every five minutes, you need that like tattooed. If anything, horrible. Yeah. Whoa! Isn't that insane? Well, I'm so glad there was no lasting damage. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, next one. Hi, Abby and Julia. I thought you'd appreciate my kayak-related survival story. When I was around 13, I was training for a one-star award. Uh, no. Just, just Aim higher. One star. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and I was like, I was like triggered. Do you know anyway. what? That's what I've been aiming for in Edinburgh this whole time. Julia, one star. no. One star, come on. Um... When I was around 13, I was training for a one-star award for kayaking with scouts. Training involved a mixture of sessions at a local swimming pool, as well as on open water. You know, Abby's favorite. Um, mm-hmm. At one of the pool sessions, we were practiced safe exit of the kayak following a capsize. When you capsize in a kayak, you are supposed to bang three times on the sides of your kayak to let everyone know that you've capsized and then run your hands along the sides to check for any obstructions before exiting the kayak by bringing your knees up, pushing the spray deck away from the kayak so that you are no longer attached to the kayak and can swim to the surface. Imagine a swimming pool full of teenagers all simultaneously, intentionally capsizing, then banging on the sides of their kayaks before exiting their kayak, swimming to the surface, and then starting the whole process all over again. Safe to say, it was very loud and a little chaotic. Don't they notice you've capsized when, like, they can't see you anymore? Yeah, when your head's disappeared. <laughs> when it's, like, the bottom of the boat and all the people are gone. It's a bit of a giveaway when the boat's upside down. <laughs> what the- I just feel like three bangs on a boat are, like, yeah. just as difficult to notice. Also, only three. You're only giving them three goes. Yeah. Sometimes I have to text you seven times to get a response. <laughs> three ain't going to do it. Right. Mad. Um, I can remember at the start of the session thinking that the spray duck, spray deck, what is a spray deck? Anyway, I'll look no, it up. I, I don't know. I'm look, no, I'm looking it up. I need to know. Okay. Spray deck. Oh, I wrote dray deck. Okay. Spray. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, okay. It's what protects you from the spray. So like you wear it like round your waist and it goes over so the water doesn't get in the boat. I'm with you. I know. So it's like when cyclists like clip in. Yes. See, that was worth looking up. Okay. Okay. Um, I can remember at the start of the session thinking that the spray deck I was handed looked a little worse for wear, but didn't say anything and got on with practicing my capsizing. Um, I don't think you're practicing the capsizing. I think... <laughs> practicing the escape having done a couple of capsizes and exits successfully i'd got back in the kayak fitted the spray deck back around the edges of the cockpit i had to google to check the proper name for that or i had to google spray deck pulling the elastic cord off the spray deck it really comes up a lot i'm glad we looked it up (laughs) seems really crucial to the story um pulling the elastic cord off the spray deck tight before capsizing once again banging the sides of the kayak, then running my hands along the sides of the kayak and bringing my knees up to find I couldn't exit. We later realized that the elastic on the spray deck had completely given up. And when I tightened it the last time, I had basically trapped myself in the kayak. 
Even the toggle on the spray deck had failed. Initially, I banged on the sides of the kayak, trying to get one of the instructor's attention. Um, I was less than a meter from the side of the swimming pool, but with the purpose of the session being capsizing and everyone banging on the sides of their kayaks, well, this seems like a terrible idea. My God, how did they not think? They're like, oh, let's practice capsizing. Why didn't they think of the possibility of it maybe going wrong for these trainees? Okay. Um, Imagine drowning with everyone, in the pool oh when everybody is practicing how not to do like, <laughs> oh my God. I want to talk to the scout leader. Um, <laughs> I do feel like scout leaders are just men who want to like hurt children legally, having been a scout myself. Mm. There was one game in the scouts where genuinely this terrifying old man who I'm convinced hated all of us tied the biggest knot in the end of a huge rope. And then he just swung it round, and we had to jump over it. And it got higher and higher until like everyone had been hit by it. Um, and obviously, the higher you jump, the more like it would fully like take you out. I was like, "This is why did there need to be a knot on the end of it? Why can't you just sling the rope round and you jump? You jump round just because it causes more harm." Scout leaders are psychopaths, and that I'll stand by. Careful, because they know weapon. Like they, you don't want to take a scout leader. Oh no, they're gonna come with me with big rope. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that did that. damage to you before. <laughs> How would a scout leader kill you? It wouldn't be because they don't have access to guns, not in our country. The main thing is that they could kill you and then run away. They could live in the woods. They could get away from like mm. there's no retribution for a scout leader. Have you seen that thing on Netflix? There's like a movie where like this guy, there was like a serial killer in that area and this guy with like a friend decides to like look into it and kind of works out that his dad's the serial killer and his dad's a scout leader and there's all like specific knots <gasps> on the victims yes i have seen that yeah. yes so good so um, so good yeah always look at the scout leaders mm. they're just they're just channeling their evil thoughts into yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay okay right moving on um so all the kids are banging. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pardon? Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Are you reading it from a different story? I mean, you know, those camping nights as scouts, you, you're allowed to stay Just in careful. the tent. Yeah. <laughs> Tread carefully there, Clark. <laughs> I stand by it. All the kids were banging. <laughs> and no one was noticing. Mm. Um, so, so, realizing no one was going to save me, in a burst of strength, I used my knees to bash through the spray deck, actually ripping through it to escape. Safe to say, I sat out for the rest of that session. Um, <laughs> After that, I continued with the course and got my one-star award. Worth it. (laughs) But refused to wear a spray deck, um, so wasn't able to progress to the two-star award. I mean, come on. Surely special dispensation for somebody who's been through, who's nearly died. Yeah, I hope she got emotional trauma badge. Yeah. (laughs) Very glad I didn't die that day. So are we. Thinking about it now... 
It would have been ridiculous and mundane. Neither words I'd like to use to describe my death. I, I agree. Actually, I... Mm, I'd love ridiculous. a mundane death. You'd love a mundane death? That's all I want. That's... No, I want to go out with a bang. Well, careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh, it's going to make a sex joke. But yeah, I was waiting for it. Oh, oh. Is it. We've done it. We've been there. Just be repeating it. Um, Loving the podcast, which is currently getting me through thesis writing. Another survival story in itself. Um, All the best to you both. And to Neil. No loud drop, though. Zara. Thanks, Zara. Thank you, Um, Zara. Love it. That's terrifying. Yet another reason not to go kayaking. Thank you so much for that. Well, just once again, a reason to use brand new equipment. Yeah. Yeah. True. Don't expect equipment from the lost property. Mm -mm. No. Just getting trapped underwater is probably my biggest fear, I think. Like, Mm. getting trapped anywhere, just being trapped. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Like, being aware you're about to die. I don't want to know. Don't want to know about it. Don't let me know. No, me neither. Right. Are you ready for this next? I don't know. This next one is hardcore. Are you ready? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Hi, Abby and Julia. Love the podcast so, so much. It helpfully drops each week on the day I have to travel furthest for work. Ah, sick. Please never we stop it making it. Just for you. Yeah, this one's for you. Um, inspired by the dog episode. <gasps> yeah. Here's my WCS. Um, about six years ago, I borrowed a friend's dog to take him for a walk. Okay. Very Abby Clark of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a little rescue Westie. Oh. I love Westie so much. Um, I took him to a place local, uh, locally. I took him to a place locally to me known as the S. It's spelled double E, double S. And later on, it's spelled double E apostrophe S. <laughs> so when we said they were well written, we didn't mean you. <laughs> looking it up it looks like it's e-e-s nature reserve um in chalton manchester that makes sense how does it say how it's pronounced where you've googled it at all no i've no idea <laughs> well i'm sorry mancunians i'd say it's saying, east i'll say east. if i'm saying it wrong i'm so sorry a series of forest and canal paths in a very well-known and well not well-known enough for me i'm afraid <laughs> And well-to-do area frequented by dozens of dog walkers. I bet you I've I bet you I've walked along this as well because mm. my parents used to live there. So I, I'm doubly sorry about this. Um, frequented by dozens of dog walkers, cyclists, joggers, and new mums on their on their pram walks. Uh, Why don't you ask your mum? Yeah, I should. <laughs> Just text her now. Be like, send us a little voice note. Like, uh, yeah, I could do that. Um, okay. Uh, where was I? Pramox. All in all, super busy and super safe, especially in the middle of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I was walking Percy, and as uh, I was walking Percy, and had passed several of the above people from each category, I then found myself taking a path into a large triangular clearing and saw that a man in <laughs> joggers, etc. Uh, I love that Never joggers. joggers. It's a red <laughs> flag. It's a red flag. I really like that they've said joggers, etc., as if we know the rest of we, the outfit. We from do, joggers. though. 
yeah we do absolutely i 100 percent know who this is already <laughs> bet they were gray well, yeah oh they're always yeah always was walking towards me from the other direction he was on the phone as he sauntered past and i thought nothing of it seconds later I got to what I can only describe as a whole body shiver and turned my head over my shoulder to see where he'd got to. A common theme many women will recognize when you check back, when you check back if you've passed a guy especially to see how far up the road they are for peace Mm -hmm. of mind. Yeah, 100%. I expected him to be several meters along the path, heading the way I'd just come from. But to my fucking horror, he was, in all caps, right behind me, facing me. No, I was literally waiting for the facing. Yeah, in brackets, my back as I didn't turn fully. I felt like electricity shot through me. (laughs) And in brackets, no shade to Roy. Love that. Uh, And literally jumped in the air and dragged Percy through the rest of the clearing and out onto a main path. Much to my relief, where a group of dog walkers were passing and I immediately felt safer. I was shaken but didn't quite know what had happened and didn't seek help at the time. I just took Percy straight home and then got back to my own place and collapsed. I had wondered whether I'd imagined it or overreacted and something made me check the area's local Facebook group, known to be a very active one. We love a Facebook group. Right. Turns out there had been reports of suspected attacks and near misses from someone matching the description of the guy I saw months previously. I reported it to police and they said it's likely he wasn't even on his phone and was just pretending to be as he passed me. So I thought he was, so I thought he was occupied. To be fair, I do that when I pass a lot of people. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's like, oh, you know, those people that like, if you see them, you would have to stop and chat, but you have nothing to chat about. Mm -hmm. Straight on the phone. Yes. But the the key difference here being, Abby, that you are rarely stalking people as you do that. Of course. Okay. I reported it to police and they said it's likely he wasn't even on his phone and was just pretending to be as he passed me. So I thought he was occupied. For all I know, he'd been following me earlier. I've never in my life felt a full body feeling of fight or flight like that in what was a matter of seconds. And I dread to think what would have happened if something hadn't made me turn around. As sadly, Percy probably wouldn't have been much help. Thanks, Lorna. 34 Manchester. <laughs> um wow. Yeah. That's a good one. These are all so good. Aren't they? That's why we're doing an episode dedicated to them. Okay. Another? Yes, please. I'm going to pick this one um because it has a picture and we won't have pictures for this week's episode because it's not a story. <gasps> Smart. Thank you. Always got socials on the brain, you know. Mhm. Okay. Hi Abby and Julia. Here's my survivor story after I was nearly taken down by a suitcase at Kentish Town tube station. I was on my way to my weekly swim. There's a theme. The sun was shining. All was well. See, this wouldn't have happened if you went swimming in the sea. <laughs> what? The, the sun wouldn't be shining? Well, you wouldn't have to take a tube. Um, oh, yeah. The overground wasn't running, so I had to take an alternate route. One that I'd never usually t- One that I'd never usually take. A thought that haunts me most days. Oh, my God. This is, is this going to be dark? I made it. I'm actually quite worried now. 
Okay, no. I made it to the tube station looking forward to my swim because I was hot and uncomfortable with my swimsuit under my clothes. Nice. Uh-huh. Someone doesn't like to change in public changing rooms I'm with, with you. you. With the women with confidence to just strip naked. Yeah. I'll never understand. But also there is nothing more disgusting than a swimming pool changing room floor. That's so true. Yeah. Like where do you, when you have to like stand on your trainers. Yeah. It's like a whole little circus act. So I would, I was in the gym the other day and like I get when like, you get you're getting changed and maybe you'll just show a bit of nudity just on your way into the shower this woman the confidence you said that like it's you know i'll I'll give the people a little bit of what they want just before i I don't you kidding i do every t-shirt towel pant trick in the book but some like i don't want to shame people who like you know they're just like it's my body i don't care you know but this woman stripped fully naked and then just stood and chatted to her friend for like a good five minutes fully nude i was like i will never reach that level of body confidence no but fair play maybe you will maybe event maybe one day i mean she was hot so it's fair enough oh, okay but I should, should i be looking i don't know what you do in that situation <laughs> <laughs> she was there for so long i had time to take everything in. okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm not the creep uh-huh. well, um doesn't sound like it okay um do 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 she had her swimming pool under her clothes i was on the escalator which was very long slash tall not sure the right word to describe an escalator i'd say long Mm, and i remember seeing a massive suitcase way ahead of me the suitcase was unattended i was gonna say (gasps) alone shut up that's terrifying i hope no one was with it and no one was ahead of it what i remember briefly thinking That looks suspicious until it started to topple. And then I had other things to think about. The suitcase was near the top. I was down in the middle of the escalator and I watched as it toppled, bounced down, gained momentum and then slid at a terrifying speed towards me. Holy fuck. I genuinely thought this could be the end. Um, Fucking hell. It's like a boulder in Indiana Jones. Yeah. But like escalators are actually so scary the amount of times i've like run down an escalator because i'm late and then i'm like that's actually so dangerous Mm, like yeah and then like the 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 spikes and the bit at the bottom that can go yeah oh my god i saw a man Uh, fall down an escalator once yeah and his he was wearing shorts and his knee (gasps) looked like you could see the imprint of the teeth marks and it just dragged down his leg it was horrible I think about they're that like, all the they're time. Boss level stairs. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. there's not a worse kind of stair to fall down. No, and stairs are dangerous enough, right? Um, I genuinely thought this could be an- the end, and knew that there was no outcome where I would not be hurt in some way. What a horrible oh. realization to have. Okay, I am not an athletic person. Full stop. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Um, I was never picked for any kind of track sport because I have short legs and a mild resentment for anything that involves running also I hate changing rooms (laughs) she didn't say that about it that okay maybe if I tried harder at hurdling I would have come out of this situation triumphantly instead I figured that if I didn't want to face plant the escalator which I was later told by a TFL worker would have shredded all of my skin if I had ended up falling down in any way that's the thing at the bottom isn't it I bet those TFL workers have seen some shit. Did Neil say he knows someone who lost a toe? Neil? Neil. 
Here he is. Was, hello, everyone. It was. <laughs> He's a... on mic because it's on the computer. He has no choice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, not not a toy, but a friend's brother was on the tube going up in flip-flops and the escalator swallowed his flip-flop but he managed to get his foot out so he, oh. he had all his toes but was then stranded in london with one flip-flop God. well that sounds right for wearing flip-flops really goodbye bye neil, <laughs> bye, neil. <laughs> <laughs> right so apparently that could have swallowed that could have shredded her skin lovely um instead i figured out that if i didn't want to face plant the escalator then I would have to try and jump over it as it hurtled towards me. There was no, um, there was also another small anxiety riddled part of me that didn't want to cause a fuss in public. We know it. Classic. But due to the massive fucking suitcase whizzing towards me, I didn't have an awful amount of time to get into that. I managed to get one leg over the case, but my other leg took the entire force of the suitcase as it smashed into me. Someone behind me caught the case. Wow. Um, but no one else got hurt on account of my left shin absorbing all the momentum. <sighs> I remember hobbling towards the TFL desk. Uh, I remember hobbling towards the TFL help desk when I got to the top of the escalator. So you didn't fall. Wow. wow. Um, he couldn't quite believe what I was saying as he couldn't figure out why someone had had sent their coot case. <laughs> Couldn't figure out why someone had sent their suitcase up the escalator, to which I could only reply, I don't know either, but my leg hurts. That was in capitals. I ended up sat in their office for a couple of hours with ice on my leg until they brought the culprit with two massive suitcases to apologise to me. As you can imagine, I wasn't in the mood for an apology and I still had my swimsuit on under my clothes. <laughs> So funny that they brought the person to her. Like, now say you're sorry. Yeah. Also, where were they when the suitcase yeah, was on its why own? Why did? We still haven't found out why they did send a suitcase up on their own. Right. I had a small cut down the front of my shin, which was completely overshadowed by the quickly growing bruise blossoming all down my leg. In the end, I didn't need to go to A&E, but the bruise lingered for a couple of months and I no longer get any hair growing on that section of leg worth it then (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm so toxic but I'm just saying like laser hair removal is expensive (laughs) Abby's just gonna gonna go around the fringe now asking people to boot her in the leg (laughs) (laughs) oh man I want to see the picture hold on oh yeah 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 it's good okay um, to add insult to injury, one year on, I still get localized pain on my shin whenever I swim for too long. Oh, that is shit. Oh, um, that's ironic. She was off to, off to swim. I know. And now she, and now she doesn't even she have to shave swim. her legs to swim. <laughs> oh, I'm being so insensitive. That, that sucks. Okay. Um, and I'm forever haunted by suitcases on escalators. Yeah, well, don't blame you. I feel like we're all going to be now. Yeah. I've attached a photo as no one quite appreciates how spectacularly colourful the bruise was. A uh, little star. Must know in the photo that I have one leg tucked under my bum. I did not lose a leg in the accident. <laughs> <laughs> Just my pride. <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy. Imagine if Mia. she was banging on about this bruise. Yeah, she's like, the bruise. 
Oh, the other one, amputated. But the bruise. I don't have to shave the other leg either. (laughs) Right, I'm just going to look up this picture because I've been. (sighs) That is huge. It's like one of those uh, oil things that therapists are being like, what do you see? A Rorschach test. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what do you see in uh, in Mia's bruise? I kind of see a bear. I see a bear. See it. <laughs> I see a bear. Oh my god, it's a bear! What do you see? It looks like a burger to me. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It works. Yeah. We will obviously put the bruise photo on our Instagram. Uh, with or without Mia's head, I don't know. I, I feel that feels like a consent thing. Um, and you can tell us what you think, what you see in the bruise. <laughs> we can decipher how broken you are. <laughs> yeah, let's see who sees the most fucked up thing in the bruise. <laughs> oh God, I see a father figure. Mm, <laughs> do you now? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mia, that you're. Uh... Your leg is going to be used in this way. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so obviously that was a a drop in the ocean of the the messages that we've had from people. Please, uh, if you have your own worst case scenario, send it to help at wcspod.com. We want to hear from everyone. Um, We haven't only been having survival story emails, though. The email's been popping. (laughs) (laughs) So before we go, because we've done survival stories and the format is usually we do survival stories at the end, uh, Mm. we're going to do just a little little bit of other business. Uh, (laughs) What's the word? We're getting official now. It has like no... um, Oh, I can't think of the word. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Thank you. Okay, so here's just miscellaneous stuff people have sent us uh first up um we, ha- we have to do a little thank you to poor couture who sent louder up a very handsome fisherman's jacket for so any sea-based survival um and they they offered this by emailing us being like hey don't have a survival story but just want to send louder up um a jacket and then just at the end as a sign-off went oh i did nearly choke to death once <laughs> said when I was five I put a whole packet of 10 pence mixed sweets in my fat gob (laughs) and they got lodged in my throat I started to go blue and limp and luckily my dad managed to dislodge them just in time he turned me upside down and whacked my back I don't think the Heimlich was in pop culture then (laughs) I then cried to my mum saying that dad had hit me (laughs) so ungrateful (gasps) Oh, I'm and my sweets are gone. <laughs> Dad hit me and took my sweets. <laughs> Grateful! Exclamation mark. I then developed a fear of choking, which I still have to this day. I think we all have that fear, mate. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. And that was James <laughs> from Borkajaw. <laughs> Thank so you so much for Loudrop's jacket. And a last minute, absolutely outstanding survival story. Incredible. I also love that he ended it with, so that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> Let me know about the jacket, James. <laughs> I 
just love it. He's like, I got nothing. I got nothing for you. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, my God. About that time, he <laughs> choked to death and claimed child abuse. And ne- yeah, nearly got my dad done for child abuse. <laughs> That's his dad's survival but story, apart actually. From that, yeah. Okay. Um, we've also had an update on the briefcase debate. Mm. Yeah. The big briefcase debate of 2023. Yeah. The hot briefcase one. Briefcase gate. Yeah. Um, I promised to do some research on briefcases at rush hour. I still intend to. Oh, as but do I. I. Did. As but do I, I. But I immediately went to the Edinburgh Fringe and there's not many suitcases. Oh, I'm saying suitcases again. There's not many briefcases about. <laughs> there's not many briefcases about um, unless it's a mime uh, or one of those like frozen statues. Mm. Yeah, of a person from a long, long time ago when briefcases were still of a, a very thing. modern businessman. No, walking to work, perhaps all old timey mm. bank man, the guy okay. from Mary Poppins. Okay, so this is from Vicky. Hey, ladies! In a stroke of perfect timing, I was heading down to London while listening to your Michelle Renee episode. I had a meeting in the financial district, and having just heard your briefcase debate, kept an eye out while walking to and from the office. I was out and about from 8.30 to 9 and then again 4.30 to 5 on different routes, accidentally, (laughs) fulfilling Julia's rush hour criteria. In my morning walk, there wasn't a single briefcase. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Surely, surely there was, surely there was. Well, okay, so I, I regret not reading the whole of this email. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I thought there ten wasn't ten. a single briefcase, Savage. I was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I, win the, I win the argument. Here we go. Oh, she please says, go on. Then in my afternoon walk. Yes. So how, how have they appeared in the afternoon? Okay. Because she said she, she did 8.30 she, okay. till 9 and then 4.30 till 5. She did yeah, both. I know, but who's going into work without a briefcase? And have <laughs> yeah, one? good point. Only <laughs> someone who's done a bank robbery, apparently. <laughs> okay. Then in my afternoon walk, I saw a constant flow of what might be the modern, she says, suitcase. So I think she's had the same issue as yeah. me. <laughs> Don't know if she means briefcase or suitcase. I think they look more like a laptop satchel rather than a traditional briefcase. Okay, see, I said I said satchel, not the same thing. I would allow a satchel. Mm. I'm afraid the debate probably now has to move on to the definition of a briefcase. <laughs> oh, oh, Vicky. Vicky. This, this, this shit goes deep. I mean. Um, personally, I still think Michelle would have gotten away with more duffel bags. Looking forward to seeing you both in Edinburgh for my first fringe. Oh my God, have we already met Vicky? Oh. Oh, um, thanks for thanks for, thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I agree. The debate does now have to move. Have to move on. I was hoping that she was. Briefcase. I was really hoping that Vicky was going to say, "I'm afraid the debate will probably have to die now. <laughs> Let's move on now." <laughs> yeah. I, I did think that's what she was going to say, but no, she's taken it further. She's taken this seriously, and I appreciate that our listeners care okay we're redefining the briefcase and you know what I think she's right I think the briefcase has evolved uh, as it should do and I think the briefcase now is a softer it's it, it, instead of being like the hard mm-hmm. traditional briefcase we've come to know and love I think actually it's evolved into like a softer thing to accommodate um the laptop 
But I think that only that only proves my point more. People don't use briefcases anymore because it, well, what, I still, <gasps> oh oh oh, she nearly agreed. agreed. She so nearly agreed then. <laughs> <laughs> you so nearly agreed. I disagree. Yeah, I still. No. All right, I we're all gonna conduct our own little experiments, Vicky. Uh-huh. Okay, and we're all gonna see what we see. I just think I refuse. I don't believe to be. anything you see now. You you're one of these people that can't be wrong, so then they double down. <laughs> you know, That's so rich coming from you, Abby Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a reason we're friends. But <laughs> it was in like Ed Burns' stand-up show. He was saying that like it's been like um, genuinely shown through research that like if people are proven to be wrong, they're more likely to doubled down in their mm. belief like they yeah. had this experiment I'm just repeating what Ed Burns has now but they did this experiment where they were like I think it was anti people who didn't believe climate change was real mm-hmm. and they split them into two groups and one group was shown like all articles and research proving that climate change was real and yeah. then the other group were just shown like articles on like Kim Kardashian and like just general pop culture like nothing to do with climate change yeah. and then they asked and all these people would believe climate change wasn't real and then when they asked them after the people who'd been shown the proof were actually more extreme in their belief mm-hmm. than the people that had just been shown neutral stuff yeah so I do believe Julia Stanton <laughs> I believe you can't be convinced and I now don't trust any research you conduct I mean I could say the same for you I believe that you can't be convinced uh, well we'll see if I yeah <laughs> I think both people need to be um, chaperoned on this research. I agree. I, need... <laughs> I agree. Neil, I'm sorry. You're coming out with both we of need, us. We need an impartial <laughs> person with a clipboard just watching us. Because ne- neither of us can be trusted. We have to do like a an old, t- you know, when you're at school and you do a tally chart, you go around asking people how they get to school every day. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to do that but walking around London looking for briefcases. Yeah, and I want it filmed. I, mean, I won't take your word for it. Um, right, final part of business before we wrap it up. Um, this is about the Mike DiPolito episode. Okay. And my questioning on the ethics of the real estate. Agent. I remember. That um, so so Dahlia had sold her house and was her, represented herself as her own um, estate agent. Yes. So, and you, you took issue and with we the legalities like, of that. Well, I just said it sounded a little dodge. Right, okay. Um, so we've and had we someone didn't know in- because uh, we, we, we we aren't estate agents nor real estate agents uh, compared to our British fake ones. Um, <laughs> but this, this not only not only do we have a real estate agent, we have an American listener. Don't you feel international right now? Yeehaw. Okay. Um, okay, I think we just lost her. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come back. Okay. Listening to the episode on Mike DiPolito and Abby asked about Mike's wife collecting commission on the purchase of their home. I work in a real estate office in California and handle the agent's commissions. Regulations differ state by state, but in California, that is perfectly legal. The seller pays the commissions for their agent as well as the buyer's agent, and the agent can... And the agents can represent themselves when buying or selling their own property and still collect commission. Most of the time when our agents represent themselves as a buyer, they use their commission to negotiate a price reduction. When they are the seller, they usually use the commission to pay closing costs. 
I don't know what any of that meant. No, me neither. <laughs> but someone out there does. Uh, there are different ways to do it, but there are, but basically, yeah, look, this is what we need to know. They are well within the law to collect commission if they want to. I'm sorry. Okay, so what I've learned from that, it is legal to collect commission on buying or selling a house in America. It is not legal to try and have your husband murdered. Well, she hasn't, let's let's see if she goes on to say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, all she says is, also, yes, iced tea is a thing and it is not alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Love the pod. Very well done. Jen with two N's. Thanks, Jen. Jenny with the two N's. Well, this is nice. It's good. It's nice to know that we have we have listeners who know stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they can provide the content. <laughs> <laughs> so nice to have this give and take relationship, guys. Isn't Before you know, it was all take, take, take. But you've you've given back, and we appreciate it. I've loved this. This has been this, one of my favorite episodes. I'll be really worried. It's going to be worrying when it's everyone else's favorite episode as well. And we're like, oh, no. (laughs) People don't like it when we write it. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much. If you did send in a story, please keep sending them in. Please keep correcting us. And I I vow to finish this briefcase debate. If If you have a briefcase, yeah, please get in touch. We'll be back with a proper, full, fully researched, fully written story next time. I didn't commit to next week, though. Yeah, very clever. I was waiting for you. To was, it was getting close, and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but sometime in the future. <laughs> we will um, see you at some we point. Will, we will be back. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back. Um, with a really, really good story. Um, but in the min- middle... Man. It's been a long month, hasn't Man. it? Man. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Okay. In the meantime, I hope you survive another week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Play it out with the bagpipes. <laughs> Attacked by an angry shark Stuck up a mountain in the dark Pushed off the top of a big landmark Hit by lightning in your local park Caught in a downpour of acid rain Struck by a meteor or a train A proton beam passing through your brain Attacked by that angry shark again Hear how they survive Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.